undisclosed location high in the Hollywood Hills. It's time once again for the long shot. Tonight, shooting pilots, dry clean blue jeans, escargot, and very special guest Matt Besser. And now, please welcome the host of the long shot, Sean Gunroll. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Good afternoon, good evening, good morning, and good night. Welcome to The Long Shot. I am your host. My name is Sean Conroy. With me today on the podcast, the great Jamie Flam is here. Yet again, an honor to be surrounded by the talent at this table and in this room. Thank you, everyone. (laughs) What the hell was that? It was an acceptance speech. Yeah. Uh, And of course, Amber Kenny is here. Hello. Welcome. 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 It is, in fact, an honor to be surrounded by the talent. <laughs> I mean, it's it here is. Tonight. It's an you honor just like to be nominated. You don't mean it, but. Um, all right. Well, <laughs> haven't seen you guys in about a week. So yep. let's find out what's been going on. Let's start tonight. With Sean. Sean. <laughs> yeah. uh, fine. Fine. I'll start. I mean, it's fine. Right? Oh, awesome. Um, I shot a pilot recently. And really? uh, yeah, it was not. What did he do? That made what's me so that? angry. What? What did you say? What did I the, heard you mumbling what underneath what I was did saying. You just say to what me? did the pilot do that made you so angry? So I, <laughs> you know what? That just makes you sound like you don't know anything about Hollywood. Um, but wait, I've never heard anyone ever make a joke about that before. No, you never. Is there that thing like shooting pilot and then? Yeah, I've heard. It's, it's a, like a dad joke. It's definitely a dad joke. <laughs> I, that's what I do. Dad jokes. <laughs> I only come out to L.A. for co-pilot season. That was one of my old uh, <laughs> chestnuts when I was a father. Um, so sad. So, so sad. Uh, so here was the thing. I did an open mic at El Cid. I don't know if you've ever I, been to the open mm-hmm. mic. It's a good open mic. I'm actually never, when is the open mic? Monday nights. And it's uh, like well, half I music and half, um, half comedy and half... <laughs> no. Uh, but... So I did it once, and I I had never been there before. Whenever I have never been to a place before, I do, like, mostly stuff I know is going to work. Right. Just so that I establish myself, mm-hmm. you know? So I did it, and I just absolutely murdered the room. Mm-hmm. And this guy came up to me afterwards, and he was like, we're doing a pilot, and I'm wondering if you will be in it. Were you like... We say hello. That's how we greet people. No, I was like, why are you doing a pilot? Are you, do you have a fetish of airline pilots? Well, how close? Oh. Um, that's, so, that's where I was going next. We will my... never get anywhere in this podcast because we'll just keep making... The same joke. Yes. Um, so, I, you know, I said, sure. And all it was, I didn't really understand uh, the pilot. It was because he didn't speak proper english um he was a, wait is that for real he was a foreign pilot no that's not <laughs> i'm just making the same joke over, and over again. <laughs> oh boy uh, <laughs> so wait tracks railroad all i had to do was show up and do my set in in the pilot in inside the pilot i had to climb <laughs> inside his body <laughs> shoot me doing my set and then my understanding was that the um the show that they were making this pilot for was four com or four yeah four comics 
gambling about what they were about to see on stage. I didn't totally understand, but in other words... Oh, like a chick joke. Uh, yeah, or no, 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 not even necessarily that, because some of the other performers they had, or in fact, I think most of the other performers they had, weren't even stand-ups. Like, there was a whistler and a burlesque performer and a magician you know so it was like mm -hmm. what you know first of all you see the person walk on stage You're and like, you go whistler. what is yeah, yeah what is <laughs> whistler <laughs> every every time you guess whistler <laughs> i know one of these people is going to be a whistler <laughs> could be anybody um i did think that was hilarious is there money in whistling what is there money in whistling is there money in if you anything? do it right i'm pretty good at whistling do it i not, swear to god like i'm like not i think like I'm, this girl how do you know because i know she Nobody's as good as she is. Ooh. What did she whistle? <laughs> she just put her lips together and blew. Um, <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> what? I have a boner. How else am I going to express it? <laughs> By the way, I have not masturbated in like, what's the day today? The 20th? 20 days. Thank you for the update. Continue. Very much appreciated. <laughs> um, so... So for two nights, I did this. I did my set uh, both nights, and it was a little weird, you know? It was like, it was that thing of, like, the audience knew that the show was being taped, so they were, like, a little Fake too laughing. excited. Yeah. yeah. And they they had a warm-up comic in between everybody who would go out and be like, guys, we need a little more energy from you. We need to have a little bit more, you know? And um, But the best part about it, well, there were two good things about it. One was that uh, after the whole thing was over, they, the comics who've been betting on everybody come out and give – there's like a total amount of $200 they're allowed to give to whoever they think deserves it. I don't understand. In but, other words, they can – No, no, no. I mean understand that, but I don't understand like the betting like, – Yeah, me neither. Whatever. I have no okay. idea what really happened. <laughs> okay. um, oh, here's another weird thing. Even before I get to the two cool things that aren't really cool. I'm saying they're cool, but they're actually awful. But I feel um, like he made some money. I know. But <laughs> just wait. Um, one of the people working on the show was one of my neighbors who lives in the building. Oh. Who I don't really know him, but I know him by sight. Right. And he played like the intern on the show who would interview people after they came off stage. And so he and I were, you know, he was, and, he, and the whole, the, the joke, you would have loved it because the joke of it was that he was really awkward and didn't understand how to ask questions. Perfect. And I, when I say you would have loved it, I pointed at Jamie. Because um, it was also, Jamie's style you... of comedy, like, of like, you know, I, I don't understand how funny is to work, you know, like that kind of but thing. But also, and you the probably loved it because you spent the last five years, like, preparing for that kind of interaction. <laughs> that's, that's true. Think about, yeah, that's a good way I was like, God it. damn it, Andrew. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but at the end of it, he goes, he goes, can I have a kiss? And he like put his cheek out like that. And I grabbed his head and kissed him really hard on the mouth. Yes. So now things are super awkward here in the building. But, uh, no, here's the two things. One is they came out with their $200. I did not get any of the money, by the way. Oh, shit. Um, oof. That was who a, got it? Oh, a guy who does, you would have loved it. He's like a, he's like a, uh, <laughs> that was me this time. <laughs> yeah, that was Amber. He makes his own almond roca. <laughs> no, he's, he's, he's like an eight, he dresses up like an 80s dude and dances to like 80s music. Oh, um, and he was good. He was really good. Uh, Nice, nice guy. A little, you know, they were, they were all, this is what made me feel weird is that everybody was like a fucking weirdo. And I right. was like, oh, maybe they think I'm a weirdo like all these other right. people. Um, but I didn't know who the comics were. And they came out and uh, one of them was Jimmy Pardo. One of them was Sarah Tiana. Um, 
Dion Cole, who I don't know, but like, you know, but like Jimmy and Sarah, I was like, Jesus Christ, like these guys watch me <laughs> perform with all these other fucking idiots, mm-hmm. you know? Um, so that was kind of funny. And then, um, what was the other thing I was going to say? I don't remember. Oh, the pilot. So then the pilot started the plane and flew away. And that was... <laughs> You said there's two cool things. <clears throat> I only said one of them, but I don't remember what the other one was. Damn it. It was bad, though. It was a bad one. Oh, I know what it was. Yay. Here's what it was. I did not get paid for this show, uh-huh. which is fine. The sure. audience got paid. So I was like, here I am. I've been working my ass off in L.A. in comedy for 94 years, and <laughs> people who've come to watch me are making money, and I'm not. Right. But think about the opportunity. <laughs> yeah. So it's a game Always look on the bright show. side. Yeah, it's some kind of game show. I don't get it. Was and it like I'm sure the whole point of it was supposed to be the hilarious banter amongst the comics who are betting on everybody. Right. And how funny it is that they're making fun of somebody who's a professional whistler, you know? Hmm. So Wait, Was this like a studio? It was like a professional? It was at El Cid. Oh, it was at El Cid. Did I, was I not clear about that I part? I thought the mic was at Yeah, but I thought El Cid. Both were at El Cid. Uh, you, that was not clear. Okay. So <laughs> this all took place at El Cid. Which you is never a, got to leave El Cid. El Cid is like an old uh, restaurant. It used to be a jail themed. Did you know that? No. It used to Doesn't be that make so studio. much sense? It used to be a jail themed <clears throat> restaurant? Correct. Okay. It, it was like um, <laughs> the studio for one of those early... Talkies? Who, uh, who was like the one with, uh, born... Oh man, you're killing it, Jamie. You're it's, a, it. it's a fucking like a classic. It's like racist themes and Ku Klux Klan. Oh, uh, Birth of a Nation? Birth of a Nation. That's that? Who made that? W.E.B. Dubois? Is it? Is it? I don't know. It's a, something like that, though. There's like a W.E.B. Benedict Arnold? Anyway, that was his original <laughs> studio. Whoa. And then it else. was a restaurant that was jail themed. Themed. And now it's themed. It's like As a like, flamenco restaurant. Like weirdly Spanish. But then they I have love like... that place. That place is enchanting. But, but it's also. <laughs> As fuck. I swear It's to also like tipped sideways everywhere. Like it's, you know, the stairs are all fucked up and, you know, mm. everything's. Did you ever do garage comedy back in the day? Yes. I, I bombed there at least seven times in my life. I'm so shocked. I'm so surprised. <laughs> I've seen you do a show at El Cid. What show did you see me do? It was like Meryl Davis's show. Oh, like like the day our podcast oh, started. Oh God, I think that must have been one of the one the of the day bombings. The music died. <laughs> I was doing stand up back then. Um, so anyway, it just you were very me. nervous. You're like, I haven't done this in a long time, and you had like a piece of paper. I vaguely remember that. Yeah, I uh, I was just bummed that the audience got paid and I didn't. Yeah. How much did they get paid? Felt like an idiot. I have no idea. I'm Three sure it was like fifty bucks dollars. or seventy five bucks or something like that. Um, yeah, that that's a weird way to use your budget. Yeah. Um, all right, let's go next to Amber. Awesome. Uh, last weekend, I participated in AIDS Walk Los Angeles for the first time. Mm-hmm. And um, it's a 10K walk, which is six miles around West Hollywood. And it was the 30th anniversary. Are you asking? Because I was sure not participating. Suddenly. I'm not sure suddenly, but I'm pretty sure it was the 30th anniversary of the AIDS walk. I believe that's the leather and lace anniversary. It's always leather and lace in West Hollywood. Mm-hmm. I don't know why I oh, said that. Oh, because they're gay. I think so. Yeah. Oh, I'm not happy. <laughs> I, don't even, I don't even associate those things with being gay. Just fashion, I guess. Yeah. Okay. So it's the 30th anniversary. Uh-huh. And I've never participated. And how many times? Oh, you've never done it before. So mm-hmm. this was your first. Yes. So it's not even your first anniversary. No, it's no, just no. your first time. Yeah. And um, it's crazy. 
how many people are there? People come in from all over and different organizations have their teams with matching t-shirts to walk in AIDS Walk LA. And of course, it's a big fundraiser for AIDS. <clears throat> They're actually against it, I found out. Oh, I see. <laughs> <laughs> They're anti-AIDS. Yeah. <laughs> so shouldn't it be called the anti-AIDS walk? And, um, and you have to walk backwards. <laughs> and there were like um, Paula Abdul gave like a speech and very relevant yes and um, up. both mayors of west hollywood and los angeles opposites attract uh both mayors of west hollywood no of west hollywood and los angeles oh, were I there see. and gave speeches and they kind of said like catty remarks about each other's cities it was really weird that is weird yeah are you sure they weren't just t- trying to joke around they were trying to joke around but, but didn't come across that um, way it's like when you go when somebody's like, "Boy, Bob sure sucks." sucks. <laughs> <laughs> that would be weird if they did Kathy remarks, like like chocolate ack. <laughs> yes, yes, which it kind of fits thematically as well. Continue. Um, well, my boss is um, heavily involved with the West Hollywood Chamber of Commerce, so he actually knows the West Hollywood. Business scene. And government scene. <laughs> mm-hmm. And he said that, like, <clears throat> it may have been a joke from the Los Angeles mayor, but, like, there was, like, like West Hollywood as a city is kind of defensive about it being a city. Right. It was only established, like, 20 years ago. Yeah, after the and- 10th annual AIDS walk. I don't know. Also, definitely quote they me. They were at the AIDS walk, this and they is- were like, we should make this our own city. A presentation in the history of West Leather Hollywood. Leather and lace. But here's the thing: West Hollywood is a fantastic city, but it's like three miles square in the middle of Los Angeles. How many kilometers is that? I don't know. I'm sorry. It would be five kilometers square, right? If ten kilometers is six miles, three miles is five kilometers. Sure. Boing. <laughs> 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 Jamie loves the metric system. <laughs> More than I thought. <laughs> <laughs> but um, they're a little defensive about people like being like, this is West Hollywood. It's not Los Angeles. Ugh. But it's like, it's an easy mistake to make. It's an island in the middle of a much larger city. Body of water. Yeah. And like they would say things like, actually, this walk goes through Los Angeles. Like, and that's okay. Or like the weather's nicer. here. Like, <laughs> Bob sucks. Yeah. <laughs> dumb mayor jokes. Uh-huh. But it was like. Ooh, weird. They both kind of went at each other. Um, And there was a million people there. I didn't wear sunglasses. Okay, Amber. You need to learn how to talk. (laughs) I didn't wear sunglasses or a hat. And um, we had to meet there at 7 a.m. So I think in my head. It was still dark. It was going to start at 7 a.m. And then we'd be done by like 9. But... Like Paul Abdul had to talk, and like the kids from Glee had to sing, and then was the, the cat there? No, no, the cat had the day off. DJ Scat Cat. <laughs> you don't gotta tell me. <laughs> it's like the first CD I own. What? What did the kids from Glee sing? <laughs> oh God, I don't remember. But a very good song. Oh, it was good, huh? Yeah. <laughs> and you know the Young Americans. I mean, I. Uh, is that <laughs> in general? What's the age range? Every reaction happened. Um, it's. It's. Now I'm scared. Is it a that David Bowie off. cover band? No, it's like this group 
of kids who do theater. It's like a traveling theater Or like group. up with people. Yeah, and it's very... Um, like a presentational, like, pivot step, and this is why we're friends. And they all have very colorful outfits on? Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, they performed. They were okay. great. And so how are they different from Glee? Uh, there was literally a guy who was on, like, I was like, who's that? And people were like, he's from Glee. And I was like, oh, Which okay. one was he? Was he the wheelchair kid? The black kid? I think it was the, the gay bla- kid? The white was- kid? Oh, God. <laughs> the Asian pretty girl? The ugly girl? The fat girl? Oh, are, are we making a show all about archetypes? Yeah, okay. I think it was the black kid. Okay. <laughs> um, anyway, so there was all of that to do and then organizing everyone. So we didn't actually start walking till 10. Oof. Well, and it was just hot. Yeah. I Like, I wake up and I go running, but I don't start oh, sure. at sure. You got to throw that in, huh? Uh, it's actually relevant for the next thing I'm going to say is I found it actually a little bit annoying mm-hmm. because six miles isn't like I'll run six miles right now. Yeah, I will too. Let's okay, do it. let's I'll fucking looks like it's just Folks, me and you, take a quick Six mile break. I'm sick. I'm sticking around. <laughs> but um, solo walking hour. it was like this is taking forever. Yeah, and that's like a two hour walk. Yeah. And there are so many people around, yeah. but it was fun. And I sp- we jostled. Was, it, was everybody jostling each other? No, I mean it was more shoulder to shoulder at the tippy top, and then it sort of the front. Yeah, it lessened as you spread went out because mm-hmm. people kind of slowed down or sped up. You understand how traffic works? Not really, but I actually don't either. But um, I know it's always there. There, there. It was down Santa Monica and like La Cienega. In uh-huh. West Hollywood, but it's over the, to San Vicente. Yes, back up Melrose. Uh-huh. Yeah, correct. Okay. Um, all of well, most of the businesses were still open, so there were some people <clears throat> just living their life. Yeah, not participating in AIDS Walk, and how dare they? But um, but every once in a while, you'd see someone walking down the street the opposite way that the walk was going Mm -hmm. on the sidewalk and uh we kept joking that those people were for aids (laughs) that is some gallows humor (laughs) if you ask me um but yeah it was it was fun it's just does it did you have to like get sponsors and stuff yeah i raised some money Uh uh-huh but I... You ended that sentence sounding disappointed in yourself. I wish I raised more, but mm-hmm. I feel like I've been 20 doing... 20 bucks is 20 bucks. It was 100 bucks. No. 20. 50? I don't know. <laughs> Let's look at the box. I'm not good with math. I work at a bank. <laughs> um, but there were so many people, and there is something really nice about being in a big group. Yeah, you like... don't get mugged or anything, right? Nobody was going to mug one of those people. It was well, definitely I in mugging that, territory. I'll tell you that much. Oh, sorry, James. It's okay. Um, no, but like... Just had a flashback. It's okay. There's so much awfulness in the world and in the news. You yeah. said it, sister. You <laughs> said it. <laughs> it's just nice to every once in a while be like, oh, yeah, like there are a lot of people who are trying to work towards but only, but good goals. Most of them are assholes most of the time. That's my view of the world right now. I don't know what to do with that. I mean, that was good that they were doing that in that moment. But mm-hmm. so many of them are still fucking assholes. <laughs> I want to say <laughs> kudos to the people who did the AIDS walk. I don't think you're an asshole. There were a lot of high school kids asshole. that were um, like, they'd be like, Sheree, 
Sharice, like right in your ear. And you're like, do you have to? Why? Who's Sharice? I don't know. Like, but I just mean they're like running around. Like, I sound like a grandma, but the kids would just be running around. With it's the, the AIDS fun. walk, not the AIDS <laughs> scramble. Everybody take it easy. You'll catch up with Sharice at the finish line. <laughs> Sharice. Well, just, you know, when somebody shouts for someone across the room mm-hmm. it or across the road, it tends to be pretty loud. And if that person... Any shouting is tends to be loud. I agree. Whether it's a room or a road, we, a highway, we a highway. Eye to eye on this. Okay. 100% shout. A restaurant. <laughs> a cafeteria. But if that person is doing it and they are one inch behind you... Too close. It's in your ear. Mm-hmm. That's mm. what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. So cancel the AIDS <laughs> There will not be a 31st annual AIDS walk. I take back my being mean to everyone just now. I mean, everyone's kind of an asshole all the time. Not everyone. I mean, everyone can be an asshole. Welcome to Earth. But let's try not to be or something. No, I agree so much. <laughs> Jamie, what's going on with you? Yeah, <laughs> Jamie. I don't know. I just I had a, a weekend. Not a weekend. I had an incident that just made me fucking hate humanity. Um, what happened? Um, I, so I went to the fucking dry cleaner like two weeks ago. Oh man, I know where this is going. And I brought them, (laughs) (laughs) I brought them two pairs of pants, uh, to be dry clean. (laughs) Perfect. You took pants to the dry cleaners. You wanted them dry clean. I'm just trying to keep up with the story. Well, they have, they have other services they offer. Like what? Massage? Mending, right? Yeah. Mending. And that that will come Tailoring. Tailoring. Uh, Martinizing? Is that, I don't know what martinizing is. What's martinizing? It's where a guy, a guy named Martin comes Damn, out and goes, Gina. hey. <laughs> hey, those are some bands, man. They'll block your hat for you? I don't know what blocking a hat is, but. That's just maintaining the shape of it. Is it really? Mm-hmm. They put a block in it? I don't know. It's probably where it originated from. Originated? Oh. I so what happened, Jamie? Talk. So I brought the pair, the two pairs of pants in. and then um, What kind of pants were they? Jeans. You were dry, dry cleaning, cleaning jeans? jeans? Are you insane? <laughs> My rotation of pants is so small right now. It's two <laughs> pairs of pants. And so I want So them. you walked out in your underwear. <laughs> I, I was wearing shorts, but that is not that makes sense. What made you think it was essential to dry clean your jeans? I've never heard of that in my entire life. <laughs> I was told when I was in I've been around a long time and I've never heard of dry cleaning. I was cleaning. told by a friend in my early twenties, like, oh, you never wash jeans. That is false. Really? Because mm-hmm. I hear it fades them. I when I pay fifty bucks for a pair of jeans, I don't want them to fucking right. Fifty bucks is not a lot. Number one, and number two. <laughs> how that, I, I wish everyone could have seen that reaction that Jamie just had. What did he, he do? Was like, <laughs> I, he was hit by something. Who? How does everyone have money to buy things? They don't. Oh, I everyone's don't. in debt. I, yeah. Fifty bucks for a pair of pants is a lot. It's not. It's not No, at I all. understand that there, there are definitely... Expensive w- jeans are like $300. That's like, when will I ever do that? I don't, I don't know. I <laughs> don't know. You um, shouldn't. But <laughs> my point is, to take your jeans to the dry cleaners is insane. insane. Have you always done that? For, it was 10 bucks. I'm going to have two really nice, clean pairs of pants. Yeah, but you can wash them. You, you, you're not supposed to wash your jeans a lot, but it's okay to wash them like once every six months or whatever. I just feel like if I can throw them in there and then it's like going to have some weird bleachy thing to it. Here. And they're but not going to dry right. And then I'm going to. That's why they fall If you're spending $50 on jeans, you could wash them every day. They're not going to. It's, it's not going to make any difference. Well, I lo- okay. Or just don't dry them. Just wear them wet all the time. No, just hang them up. <laughs> 
All right. So what happened? So you took your jeans there. And so I went to pick them up uh, a few How days later. How often do you do this? This is the second time in two and a half years. So you just Even though you've known since your early 20s? You haven't washed your pants in Oh, ever? I mean, in, in, since living here. At, in the place where I'm living now. So you've been to various other dry cleaners before? Yes. You've always dry cleaned your jeans? Yeah. You are a crazy person. You. <laughs> you are crazy. But like every six months. It's not like a fucking crazy. Okay. So I went to pick them up. The total was $9.70, and they have a $10 minimum for a credit card. And I didn't mm-hmm. have any cash. I also had with me two shirts that have been sitting in my room. And you're, if you got mad about the pants, it's you're going to be It's t-shirts, aren't they? No, no, they're not t-shirts. They're two button-up shirts. I talked about one on the show. <laughs> you lost a button. Where I lost the buttons because <laughs> fucking Todd Glass shakes me. And like mm-hmm. a, I can't find the stupid button. So I've, I want to wear the shirt, but I don't have a button. I've done research on buttons online. <laughs> There's nowhere. If you need a button... <laughs> You go to these websites for buttons. Have you been to Button Button? Who's got the button.com? I probably have. And they don't make it. E- but then to find the exact right button. So I've gone to Target and like other places. That's like hard to find a button. Hi, do you have buttons? <laughs> have you gone to like a fabric store? I, I probably should go to a fabric store. There's like know. the whole like Meanwhile, I got two downtown. prime shirts just sitting there. That, so I was like, you know what? I'm just going to take the stupid things to this place. And You've already been back once. No. Oh, okay. I'm going back to pick up my pants, and I'm also going to drop off these shirts. Mm-hmm. And See, shirts makes total sense to me. I, I, but I want them to sew new buttons on. Great. And so, But you don't have the buttons. I don't have the buttons. I'm assuming that they'll replace the buttons. So I fucking go. <laughs> fucking I don't know, go in there. <laughs> Excuse me. I realize I the fucking. I'm like, fucking, <laughs> give me my fucking jeans. <laughs> All right. I... So I don't have enough money. This like nine seventy. He's like, all right. Well, why don't you um when you come back with your shirts with the buttons, you can pay for all this together, and it'll be more than ten dollars. It'll be more than the credit card minimum. Perfect. So on Saturday I went back. So you just ha- have been pantsless this whole time too. No, I, I they let me take the pants. Oh, that's nice. Yeah, they trusted you. They trusted me with the pants. Mm-hmm. So they on, they gave me a new slip. You know, the little slip they take to the laundry or dry cleaner, mm-hmm. and I had the total from the first one, and then he put plus. Ten twenty, which would cover the cost. It was kind of like a, a pre like an estimate. An estimate. So I go back, and it was his wife working there, and I, I gave her the thing, and she's like, "All right, it's going to be like thirty dollars." And I was like, "No, no, 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 I'm paying nine seventy for the first uh-huh. pair of pants, and I'm paying ten twenty for the buttons you sewed on, like t- three buttons total." And I didn't even ask them to dry clean the shirts; just sew on the buttons. And ten dollars is a lot. But $10 and I can wear my shirts again. That's reasonable. $10 sure. is not a lot, by the way. It's not a lot. No. But $50 isn't even a lot. For <laughs> a pair of pants, it's for, nothing. For a button, if it was a $50 <laughs> you really button, the you can get a pair of pants one. for 300 bucks. <laughs> I'm sorry. This is going somewhere. So then I, so she goes and gets, I'm going to get my husband. Maybe he'll remember the transaction. So she gets them and they don't speak good English at all. Just to What add. do they speak good? I'd be. <laughs> my guess is Chinese. Okay, fair enough. That's very uh, stereotypical laundromat type stuff. I mean, they 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 look Chinese. Uh huh. Um, based on facial structure. <laughs> I don't. Especially the eyes. The eyes kind of. Okay. <laughs> but uh, but 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 so um, he's like, no, it's gonna be thirty dollars. Like, no, no, no. And I went back and forth. I was like, no, look, you wrote this down. It's gonna be ten twenty plus the nine sixty. And he kept, you know, there's a, a, a language barrier, and it's going back and forth. It's like, no, 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 
there's no way that, that those two shirts with the buttons should have cost $20, even if they were cleaned and they were, the buttons were put on. So it got to a point where I was so mad. I don't know what to do. And I, I'm curious to know what you guys would have done. But it got to the point where I was just like, fucking okay. And I just paid it. And then I left, and I was as angry as Limit. I've been in, like, in, in Did years. He, I mean, clearly that didn't happen. But was there any explanation of his version of the breakdown of why it cost that much? No, well, he's saying that we that we cleaned it, and and then there's like three buttons. By the way, the buttons they don't match at all. <laughs> like I got home after all, I didn't even look at the buttons. <laughs> like it was a bad job. I went on Yelp, and I'm like against bad Yelp reviews because my parents, as small business owners, just like they get so it much. It, it screws them. But I wrote this long thing. I didn't post it. But then I was just in my <laughs> <laughs> because I still like I don't the know. most impotent review in the world. <laughs> But I was in my car, like I was driving down Melrose, and um, I just yelled, <laughs> I yelled "fuck" so loud. <laughs> I was so mad. I was, I was really mad, and like mad at myself because I was like, "Well, what else?" I was thinking, "What would Sean Conroy fucking do?" Would you like be like, "No"? I, I, what would I fucking do? What would, what would you, you have done? I would go to a Chinese language course, learn really good Chinese, and go back. And explain to them in a very reasonable way what the story was. No, I think the thing you have to do in that situation is really be on the same page with that person as far as like, you know, show them the pants and go, how much was this? Show them the shirt and go, how much was this? How much are these two together? <laughs> this is different from there, what there you're was, telling me. There was some version of that, I promise you. But at a certain point, my son talked to my sister. She's like, oh, I would like threaten them with small claims court. And I'm like, that is just so not my personality. <laughs> for $10? I said, $10, it was not worth it for me to like put up a fight. But I yeah. know there's people out there that would have been, fuck you, I'm not coming back. And they would have made a big stink. That's not my character, but I know there's a happy medium. I don't know what it is. I don't either. I'm a, yeah. I don't. If you wanted to get your shit back, you had to pay, right? Yeah. So I think you got to walk away and go, I know that. I can review these guys badly on Yelp. Or you could have said, you know what? I haven't worn those shirts in a long time anyway because they've been missing buttons. I got my pants clean for free. See, I wouldn't want to be. One of the shirts had some sentimental value. It was ripped Why? by Todd Glass. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. that was the sentimental no, value? No, it was the other one. It was a brown shirt I've had for a while. Now it's got mismatched fucking buttons. Why is it sentimental value? It doesn't really, but I've had it for... 15 years just because you've had it for a long time i need new clothes so bad yeah i just don't have the budget right uh all right well this feels like a good place to take a break so we will be doing that right now and (laughs) we'll be back in a moment uh i don't speak english well um (laughs) good we will be back in a moment with a very special special guest i feel like that's like a scene from a movie what the where someone loses their mind and goes crazy. I felt like falling down. Yeah. Like, <laughs> that was my... Hey guys, I'm Jamie Flam, and this is going to be a very tight promo for some of the things that are happening you in our world. You don't even need to tell people for some of the things happening. <laughs> what we're about to talk about, we're going to be keeping it tight. 
Uh, speaking of tight, we got our super tight Facebook page. We got a group page on Facebook, and we have a community page. So check those out. We have three Facebook pages. Two. Oh, a group page. A group page and a fan page. Fan page. Okay. So it's check lot, those we have out. A lot of fun. Yeah. There's a lot of fun. Um, you can find there is a lot of fun. Interesting pictures and anecdotes. So check those out. Thank you. Yeah. Tight. <laughs> Tight. <laughs> That's pretty funny. <laughs> We are back. You're listening to The Long Shot. With us tonight, a very special guest. He and I doing our second podcast together of the day. Mm-hmm. Matt oh. Besser is here. Hey. hey. Welcome back. It's your back. third time on the show, correct? Maybe At fourth. At least, maybe fourth. This One time was over the... Over the phone, yeah. right. You know, and I was like, I'm going to be nice to Jamie this time. <laughs> we've, always got, we've always gotten into it. <laughs> but you really take your jeans to the dry cleaners? <laughs> That's nuts. That causes pollution. That causes global warming. Dry cleaning does? Yeah. It's all chemicals. But you do shirts because they're hard to fucking iron. That's why you take that to the Or you iron your shirts, which is what I do. Oh, it's so (laughs) difficult. (laughs) But jeans, dude. A lesson learned. You you can't clean your jeans in the laundry machine? I clean a lot of things in the laundry machine. But jeans are jeans. They're Clean like the your tough... jeans in the laundry How machine. There are they are the toughest clothes you own. Almost by do you pay, definition. Do you have three hundred dollar jeans? Excuse me. Do you have three hundred dollar <laughs> jeans? Do I have what jeans? Three hundred dollar jeans. <laughs> I'm just curious what your jean budget is. I love is. that. That's the specific you wear, number. <laughs> you wear your three hundred dollar jeans with all your Ed Hardy shirts, right? I don't think I've ever had three hundred dollar jeans. Hundred dollars? Oh yeah, <laughs> easily. Okay. I imagine what I'm wearing. So, Matt, you are uh, in the process of opening a new theater? Yes. You want to talk about that a little bit? I would hope you would think we are, since yes, I am part such of it a as part well. of the theater. Yes. But it's on a sunset. It's going to be called UCB Sunset, and the one that is currently on Franklin or remain there will be called UCB Franklin. So uh, I think it's just been called UCB LA up to that point. Right. Um. And there's going to be really no difference between what kind of shows play at these two different theaters. The The new one is actually has less seats. It's a but, little bit smaller. But, but three times as large of a room right. and ceiling and space. Right. So it's much more comfortable and professional looking. And uh, if I was doing a sketch show right now, I think that's where I'd want to do it. It's just it's it's really nice. Yeah, It's beautiful. And uh, then there's all our classes are going to be there. Finally, we have a place for all the classes to be in one 14 place. 14 classrooms, I believe. Yeah, wow. yeah. Insane. And our offices, And before of this, course. it was such a pain in the ass because the classes were all over the city. Like, mm-hmm. you, could, you had to go to Silver Lake for some and down Mid-City for some. And, so you... and it seems so simple because we've been open many years now. Like, why did it take this long? This, this may be boring, but I find it a little interesting. I'm intrigued. <laughs> In, I guess, every city, or I don't know, maybe it's major cities, you can only do certain kind of businesses in certain areas. That's why you're like, why are all the doctors in one area of town? And why are all the eyeglass uh-huh. guys? You know, there's always yeah. weird things. And that's like the zoning? same thing with, what's that? It's zoning. It's zoning. So, like, 
when we looked at a map of Hollywood, there were so few places that where we could fit enough people, have a school, have a theater, like fit all these have zoning, a cafe. have all these specific. That that was almost some bonus. We weren't even looking for that. Oh, okay. Specifically, I've heard there's a lot of great snack options though. Stop it. I honestly Thank have. You. <laughs> is that the word on the street? That is snack the word on options. The yeah, it's definitely in every description of like the new venue. I would love to hear a real person oh, use that phrase. Do you hear about options. the snack options? <laughs> <laughs> Multiple um, snack options. And the space itself. Oh, and then there's also the inner sanctum there, which is a very cool space. Like a big lounge space. So there'll be another stage, more of a, you know, your typical cafe kind of stage. And uh, hopefully there'll be more experimentation, more more room to grow because we've been such a tight schedule for like the last three or four years not many new shows so mm-hmm. that'll be a, a cool change oh, that awesome. i look forward to um and, and the, the space i have to say having been in there myself is is really cool and it's incredibly decorated yes my my parents had an art collection um and uh as my dad put it, he would collect the most challenging art in, in every show he'd go see. And that usually meant, like, if you look at it long enough, you're like, oh, my God, I can't believe. <laughs> <laughs> like, there's some pieces of work you just look at them just kind of for a second. You're like, oh, that's beautiful. Like, you just take in the colors and the general design. Mm-hmm. But then if you really fucking sit there for five, ten minutes and look at something, you're like, oh, wow, this is <laughs> fucked up. There's like incest going on there's a peacock poking out that little girl's eyeball like shit like you're like what the fuck is going on and that art is now all over the space yeah there's a bunch of it's not all offensive art it looks really it looks really cool it is is pretty crazy um all right well matt we wanted to talk tonight about eating exotic foods so why don't we start with i was gonna start with jamie but i don't want to because I know where his goes. So let's start with <laughs> Amber. Uh, well, kombucha is a big thing now. I don't know if you guys have had it. I've oh, never yeah. had it. What is it? It's technically fermented. Like a, a, yeah, fermented tea. And it's supposed to be good for your everything, metabolism uh-huh. and blood pressure. And then... Um, it sounds disgusting. I love it. It, 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 it really... It throws you for a whirl when you really? drink it, like a shot of liquor, <laughs> uh-huh. almost. Well, I recently remembered that I brewed kombucha as a kid. I didn't... Like a moonshiner? Kind of. Were you in a cult? Yeah. <laughs> she really was. Yeah. What was the name of the cult? Uh, we'll talk over. <laughs> okay, holy shit. <laughs> Uh, um, it was more of a, it was more I of a, grew up in a spiritual community yeah. commune. Okay, I'm very interested. Um, but like, I don't even completely understand because it was before we had the internet. So, did my parents get the recipe in a magazine or like a friend handed from, it from the yoga master? I I don't understand. But somehow we got a starter kombucha mushroom, mm-hmm. and we read about it, and we were very excited. Um, cause a big benefit was supposed to be, it helps you lose weight. And my parents were always trying to lose weight and it might be why I have body images issues today. Mm-hmm. There might be a correlation. By the way, your parents don't stand out to me as people that need to lose weight. No, I know. They're, they're totally fine. Well, my mom was like, like hot. Yeah. 
So I think it's tough to just get older from being hot. Right. If that makes sense. I know. That's what's happened to me. <laughs> <laughs> um, but so we had this mushroom and we had to like wait three weeks and let it ferment in the fridge and do things to it, like add water or change the water or something. It was this whole long ordeal. Who was in charge of the process? It was me and my parents. Uh-huh. And what did you think was at the end of this process? Like, what was so great about this that drink? I would drink a drink and all my problems would go away. Like, it was talked about like it was magical? Kind of. I mean, so you not, totally yeah. bought into that. Yeah. I mean, I was a kid. I'm not attacking. Sure. But what the fuck was wrong with you? <laughs> um, you? Dummy. But then you drink it and it, it felt like we did it wrong. And yeah, that now, sounds complicated. And now drinking, I'm like, oh, no, it tasted like it was supposed to oh, yeah? taste like. Yeah. So it's just gross. It's kind of, I like it. I like the ginger kombucha because the ginger flavor kind of cuts. But one of my good friends, Jessica, is a food scientist. And she of recently, course she is. <laughs> she recently <laughs> said, told me that kombucha is like. What will happen if I combine <laughs> peanut butter with jelly? <laughs> Oh, my God, it's marvelous. <laughs> Quick, write this down. Put this in the data. Yeah, you got a lot of listeners out there who just fucking sit on the couch, stuffing their face, <laughs> thinking, I'm a food source. <laughs> <laughs> I combine shit. But she basically said kombucha's kind of bullshit and that... What's well, the mm. sugar? You can drink it if you like it, but it has so many... Like, what's good about it is probiotics. And back when we were first brewing it we didn't even know what probiotics were what are probiotics it's um like basically bacteria Mm -hmm. but it's supposed to be good bacteria that you don't know do you i kind of do Mm -hmm. (laughs) are you a probiotic scientist no Mm -hmm. but good bacteria fighting the bad bacteria yeah like if you have um, fuzzies and blue manies probiotics it's supposed to help with digestion and your immune system and all that stuff but anyway she said that it's such a large dose of probiotics at once that your body can't possibly you have to take antibiotics it doesn't use it efficiently Mm, so it's 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 null and void Hmm. so it unless you take a little bit every day yeah Yeah, i was gonna say so there's just way too much of it so all of it doesn't work well, and she said her reason why she's against it is because it is an active culture that if it is even slightly opened or tampered with, it could poison you. Like, oh you have to God. be really careful yeah, with that I was going to say, mushrooms are not to be, like, Just, that was brave of your parents to have a little mushroom experiment. <laughs> there's a lot Things of, there's a lot of fucked wrong. up stories about people. Do you, do you remember drinking it? Yeah. I only recently put it together that that was the same thing that's weird yeah i was ahead of my time yeah clearly <laughs> always <laughs> where, where why did it become so popular all of a sudden uh i think well the kombucha that is sold everywhere on it it says that you know i started brewing this for my mother who had cancer and she recovered mm. blah, blah 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 so now i sell it all so over there the must be a correlation a between dollars. those things yeah. that's the only reason i don't drink it it's because i hate that story <laughs> <laughs> such a bummer when i'm is trying that, to relax is, so is kombucha a brand or is it a it is the t- actual tea there are different brands right. so it's, it's like there's Mrs. Like, Robinson's kombucha. Yes, yeah. it's very sexy. Cuckoo, cuckoo. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, um, uh, all right, Jamie. Yeah. Tell us about exotic foods. 
I went to Europe. In two, Congratulations! 2001, three-month backpacking trip. And, you know, tried some new foods, of course. Uh, escargot for the first time. Snails. In Spain. Did you like escargot? I don't, I don't remember having any issues with it. What about the snails? Um, <laughs> the snails were the best part. I feel like food like that is just, it's just garlic and butter, right? Like it's just, Ooh, I love those Just things. a vehicle for garlic and butter. Um, you don't even taste the... Snail itself. Yeah, it's a waste. You put that in your dick, your balls. You can do the same thing. <laughs> just suck off the butter and the garlic. So um, save yourself some money. Want to taste Wash something delicious? <laughs> That's true. Um, so I was remembering when I ate these mush, uh, snails. Escargot. Escargot. <laughs> I was with a, a group of people I met on a train um, on the way to Spain. Who became friends? Is this a math problem? <laughs> <laughs> we were going. Was there any rain on the train? We're to going Spain? 100 miles per hour. <laughs> There's another train on the other plane. track going um, 60 miles per hour. So this you are a, currently on a train, or you met them on a I'm train? I'm actually going to backtrack. <laughs> on the train? This is a backpack backtrack? That's yes, dangerous. It's a backpack backtrack. I, um, I took this train uh, to Spain, <laughs> and uh, I met a, a, a group of guys. The first night we stayed in Barcelona. <laughs> what a weird story I'm about to tell. Uh, and about to. <laughs> and so you there's this guy. Started. And were they from all over? There's a couple of guys from like Detroit, I think. And then this other guy, I forgot where he's from. That other guy, um, he was like ethnically ambiguous. I don't know what, what the that hell means. does that mean. You're yeah. saying he was Chinese? He was definitely not Chinese. Uh-huh. What was I? He looked like an MTV VJ. <laughs> yeah. Caduce. Do you know who that is? There was a MTV VJ named Kudus, Q U U D U S, who was just that. I, I met him once. That was a Sesame Street character. Um, I'm already embarrassed even thinking about this story, but uh, he was handsome. I'm like into oh women. Just like a. This does sound like a very gay story. I gotta say, a, I met a, some men on a train. <laughs> Wait, but this is before the train, right? Caduce. This is in Barcelona? No, before on the train to Barcelona. It was an overnight train. Oh, I see. And um, But yeah, this guy... I, I'm sorry. So you met them on the train yeah. or before you got on the train? <laughs> on the train. On You're like, hey, I'm sitting in this seat here. There was a guy next to me, this this, this guy. Caduce. Caduce. Uh, I'm sorry, you were muy guapo. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm, I'm you know, very much into... I was obsessed on this whole trip with a girl back home. That's actually that's a weird another layer that I'm not trying to add to it. Uh, so anyway, we hit it off. Like you're like, where are you staying tonight? I didn't know. <laughs> I didn't know where what I was going to stay. We get off the train and um, or we you decided. Like, you like garlic and butter on your balls? <laughs> <laughs> you know, a cheap way to make escargot. I feel like I should not bathroom. tell the story. You should. Yeah? You absolutely should. You're, you're this far. So we decided when we get to Barcelona, we're going to get a, a room together. Nice. <laughs> you're making it happen, my man. I am as uh, straight as the day is long. This should have been Amber's story. <laughs> <laughs> Which is great because sometimes you're like, I don't know. I'm going to get to the city. I don't know where I'm going to stay. This was before like internet. and Not before internet, but before you had a phone where you can just be like, all right, right. find a hostel. But we're going to get a hotel room. And we get the hotel room. Oh, boy. Went out and hit the scene. There's like a big festival and like this Cafe Tacuba band is playing. Who they have, they're a big international band. Mm-hmm. To certain listeners out there, they're like, oh. Mm. Oh, I Jamie knows music. I'm mm. not even particularly a fan. I'm not a fan. I couldn't tell you one song or 
what it sounded like. You know Cafe Tacuba? They're pretty big, right? Great. Jorge says they're big. Um, so we get back to the place and, you know, go to bed. And we're sharing a bed. What the fuck? <laughs> Our, my life would diverge from your paths hours ago. It's, it's a normal... So you, you want to get a room together? No. <laughs> You go out, you're dancing at Cafe de Tacuba. No, not even not You dancing. get home. <laughs> you get home. You decide to change into your underthings and hop into the bed together. You got in the bed, separate sides. Just... Separate sides? What else is there? <laughs> you didn't sleep on the same side of the bed? This is very disappointing. Oh, my God. Hey, you know, Cafe de Cuba. <laughs> Everybody's doing it. So <laughs> we're all jazzed up on cafe. <laughs> anyway, anyway, we, uh, were, you, were you drinking a little bit at this point? No, I don't think there was oh, much yeah. drinking. No, really? I don't remember drinking. I remember we got to like Barcelona. you were dancing. I wasn't dancing. Sean <laughs> just added that detail. Yeah, I bet he was though. There wasn't dancing. Hey, Caduce, let's uh, <laughs> let's hit the dance floor. <laughs> I'll lead. You follow. Anyway, I woke up in the middle of the night. Having a wet dream. <laughs> it was a dream about a, a girl. I don't remember what it was, but uh, it's very awkward to be wake up having a wet dream next to someone you just met, and it's a guy in a hotel room in Barcelona. I don't know if it could get any more awkward than that. I think the only more awkward point is this room right now. If you woke up with, if you woke up and your dick was in his ass, that would be more awkward, but. Other than that, I don't know. This wasn't a, like planes, trains, and automobiles situation. Do you know I that li- scene? I like yeah. that I'm on the long shot coming out episode. <laughs> Every this episode is going to get rated. But it's do you know that huge. scene where like uh, Steve Martin and John Candy? Yeah, are I do. And he's like, he like, uh, there's a line about it being pillows. Like, oh, those yeah, aren't he pillows. Was like, oh, did you come into my ass when I fell asleep? <laughs> and he goes, no, those are pillows. I always thought that was weird. You're mumbling, "Mui guapa, mui guapa." That scene <laughs> is very homophobic and would never be in a movie now because after they figure out that they're in an embrace, uh, they both start going, "I love football. Football's great." I'm not like it's just like very much about like I'm not gay. I'm not gay. I'm not gay. You know. Mm-hmm. Um, anyway, I'm not gay. I'm not gay, gay. People I'm not gay. love the NFL these days too. <laughs> um, so what happened? Is that something that happened? Did he know? He didn't know. Nothing happened. I woke up and I was like, is this guy fucking wake? This is really weird. And then... What did you do about your little puddle? I I don't remember the specifics. I imagine I... uh, Packed up and left. You imagined you what? (laughs) Went to the washroom? Dry cleaned your jeans. (laughs) (laughs) That was actually the first time I dry cleaned my jeans. That was the origin story of the first dry cleaning. And try to try oh getting the, past the language barrier in Barcelona. That is. That anyway, is there's a, no like upshot uh, to that, that story. That's a crazy story. Ar- Wait, what does that have to do with <laughs> food? He was free associating. <laughs> and I woke up with the guy's dick in my mouth. Foreign I had an escargot in Europe, and I had a wet dream next to a guy I met on the train. <laughs> anyway, Matt, what's your craziest, <laughs> your craziest wet dream story? No. Holy shit, man. No, no, no. What? Wet dreams? Does that happen? I have one a year. Oh, yeah. 
I, I, don't, d- I don't have one a year myself, but one every it's definitely years? a thing. It's a thing, though. Especially when you're a teenager. Or you're struggling with feelings that you can't communicate. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay to be both straight and gay, you know? It's bi. Yeah. yeah that's nothing for me. Spain. <laughs> By the way, you think you're a little turned on. By the way, Matt, you should know know that Jamie and his friends, when Jamie was in high school, they would say to each other, they would like, they'd be having sleepovers and they'd be like saying to each other, I'm going to fuck you so hard. I'm going to fuck you. I can't wait to fuck you. I wish there was like, there's a better context for that. (laughs) There There is no, I know there's no other context. We are just weird, weird kids. Did you keep up? Do you know what they're doing these days? Yeah. Married kids, mm. very repressed. <laughs> <laughs> I, th- I think everyone did. I got lots of emails. I feel like saying, "Like, yeah, we used to do that kind of shit when we were in high school." Sam, gonna fuck you to your friends. It was like you got a lot of emails that people said. <laughs> I used to tell my friends I was gonna fuck them when I was in high school. Or at least are these from the same guys talking about <laughs> snack options? <laughs> There's some overlap for sure. <laughs> Um, well, I would like to see proof of those emails because I don't believe that they exist. Maybe it's more conversational, but people get it. So did you have so the you have no evidence, just anecdotal. or after this? What's that? Was the escargot before or after? After. <laughs> so how did you leave it with this guy? Did you guys like keep in touch? Were you going to call each other? Did you travel together for a few days? Did you spend any more nights on opposite sides of the bed together? No, that was the last night we spent in the bed together. <laughs> he was like, I gotta get the fuck away from this guy As far as I know, he, I mean, he didn't seem to have wakened or stirred Why does it smell like freshly rained on grass? <laughs> Is that what your cum smells like? Did you? Yeah I mean, what's he gonna say? Like, did you, did you have a wet dream next to me last night? Like, I feel like that would be the most awkward conversation yeah. of in the course. world Well, I, we ended up going to um, Granada together What's Granada? A great city in Spain Home I think of the it's Grenada. No, Grenada is an island nation. Well, off of the we'll coast. See. <laughs> Agree to disagree. Anyway, no. You say Grenada. I, I don't say think Grenada. you know. So you went to Grenada together. We went to Grenada together. Hmm. And how, like, I don't know. Was there more adventures? <laughs> what what Did happened? You eat anything? No more adventures. <laughs> did you guys go skinny dipping? No. You did though, didn't you? No. This was a precursor. <laughs> Because he kind of blinked his eyes when I said that. I just feel very weird right now. Because <laughs> sometimes He's I tell these stories. come in your face. <laughs> <laughs> you weren't here when we were doing sound, boner sound effects yeah, before. It's, it's oddly more relevant than I would have expected. Um, all right. Well, I'm sorry that there isn't really a climactic ending to that story. <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> climax sort of in his bed. I know. I, well, all right. Um, All right, Matt, tell us about eating exotic foods. (laughs) I feel like I should preface that by saying, now back to our regularly scheduled programming. I don't, I'm not a person to eat something because it's exotic. Mm -hmm. I guess I'm like, even, I'm I'm ashamed of like how I treat Chinese people. No, I don't judge them because their eye structure like Jamie. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but, you know, probably most of us are like me. You have that one thing you get off any Chinese menu and you never venture yeah. beyond that. I think most people are like that. But uh, I guess someone like that in general, 
Because when I think of exotic, I don't think of European. Because mm-hmm. that is that so exotic? Like Italian food isn't exotic, right? When I went to Saint Lucia, uh, which is this island that looks like paradise, is a very beautiful island, and in a very small island, and had very few restaurants on it. It's like five restaurants. So you and we're there for at least a week, so we know we're going to go to every restaurant right, at least right. once. So one of the names of one of the restaurants was. This is less about the food I was eating, more about a culture clash and an exotic it's not location. About a wet you had, that's fine. <laughs> but the name of this the restaurant was the Talk to Me Cafe. Have I told you this story no, before? No. The Talk to Me Cafe. So. I think we avoided it. I think it was probably the fifth restaurant we went to because I was like, talk to me, cafe. I don't want anybody talking to me. <laughs> like, I don't like <laughs> anyone. Like, I don't know what this means or this story. <laughs> this is a really long title and it's in English. It's weird. So uh, we finally go there and it's at the top of this really windy kind of island mountain road. We get up there, and there's no one at the restaurant but us and the woman, the waitress, and then whoever's in the kitchen. The cook. <laughs> yeah, that's what they call it. <laughs> no one the cook. It was a chef. That's right. <laughs> um, so it, it was in the restaurant. It was You know how island kind of restaurants are. They're, it almost looks like you're in someone's house. It's kind of ramshackle, but it. It's kind of to be expected. You expect mm-hmm. that in the beach kind of. But uh, it's nothing fancy. That's what I'm trying to paint right. the picture. So we're Maybe and we're a out dog on this walking p- around. What's that? Maybe a dog walking around. Oh, yeah. Without but- question. We're out on the patio. Couple chickens. Mm-hmm. Reggae. Y- yes. All those things are <laughs> happening. And this woman comes up to, us to take her order. And you can tell she barely speaks English. I don't know what the first language is there. St. Lucia, maybe French. And uh, she says, uh, oh, did you go to the Sulphur Springs? That's like one of the main tourist attractions. Uh-huh. And we had been to Sulphur Springs. We're like, yeah, that was really great. Yeah, they're really beautiful and warm. <laughs> Whatever we said. <laughs> oh, very good, very good. Um, and then we order, whatever the order was. And then she takes it back, and then she comes back, and then she, she stands next to the table, and she's like, um, so... Uh, have you been to the Sulphur Springs? <laughs> and I look at Danielle, in the Twilight Zone and I'm episode. like, "Yeah, we went. Yeah, wow, that's a strong. That sulfur that's really strong <laughs> smell." So then I go back to talking to Danielle about whatever we're talking about, and this woman won't leave. She's and there's like I said, there's nobody there. There's no one else. <laughs> She has nothing and, else to do. But she's talking to me. That's what she's doing. She stands. She, uh, in my memory, she's like hovering kind of behind me. Uh-huh. And I think she's going to go away. And I keep peering behind me, assuming, what's she doing? I've already ordered. There's no reason to be here anymore. Yeah. And she kept asking, obviously. She, pro- she had these like three questions. Kept going through them. In my mind, since she had nothing else to do, she kept rotating through them and didn't know what she was saying. And I said, Danielle, we got to get the fuck out of here. And the food still wasn't even to the table. And I was like, this is driving me nuts. I do not want to talk to this woman. She can't speak English. She's doing this because some boss told her to and then drove away. (laughs) 
And I'm like, so she doesn't even understand your answers. I don't know. We're all just smiling. Going, mm-hmm. <laughs> or she thinks you're lying when you answer. So she keeps asking. <laughs> now try tell to, me. Because there are no the- sulfur streaks. <laughs> <laughs> so, so I'm, I'm telling Danielle, let's get out of here. Let's say that I'm, I feel sick and we got to take the food to go. So she, because she had gone away to get a drink or something. Mm-hmm. She comes back and we're like, we want our food to go. So then it took all this time to get our food to go. When they bring our food to go, you think it's going to be wrapped in styrofoam or some paper bags. It's wrapped in two <laughs> nice china plates. No. Like from someone's house. Like, you know what I mean? Like really nice plates, not like plates you feel you could drop right. and they would yeah. bounce or something. And and there are ones on, to keep the heat in. There we're given two for each of our, our. So we have four nice plates. And I'm like, uh, what are we supposed to do with these <laughs> plates? And she's like, you can return them tomorrow. <laughs> and I'm like, I don't want to come back here. She's lonely. Hey, she's the like, plates. Have you been to the Sulphur Springs? <laughs> and she's like, what house are you in? Because everyone rents a house there. You're in a resort. And I'm like, we're in whatever house. She's like, oh, I know Martha, who's the caretaker there. You can give the plates to her. Oh. Here, let me write down. Now I'm writing down shit and uh, names and phone uh, numbers. I'm like, Okay. And then she's still talking to us about, and it was like a Twilight. It was like a horror movie. The woman who won't stop talking to us. And I'm like, Dan, let's just start moving to the car. Just move, start moving to the car. Because I'm fucking flipping out. I'm like, I can't talk to this woman anymore. <laughs> and we get in the car, and we're trying, and the woman is following us out to the goddamn car like a fucking Frankenstein monster. She just jumps onto the back of the car. So, dude, like I told you, it was a long windy mountain twisty road so you couldn't go fast enough to get away from her i couldn't turn around so i had to back up to do this three point you know turn to i couldn't just easily go and get out of there so i cut it really hard and i was so close to a post that the front bumper of the car like a fucking can opener this post peels off the bumper As I pull back like this, and the entire front bumper just pops off. Oh, God. And if you can imagine me and Danielle sitting in the car as we realize the bumper is just falling oh. off, we're like, oh, my fucking God. <laughs> and, of course, she wants to help us with the goddamn bumper. And I get the car. I'm like, no, leave it alone. I don't want any help. You've done enough. And I just threw it, the whole bumper in the back seat. Oh, my God. And we escaped like she was a fucking zombie. <laughs> so did you go there again during the week? Hell no. <laughs> Talk to me, cafe. It lives at, least the, name. Yeah, at yeah. least the name was correct. I know. That and was, it was like, we told right. you. What? Your instincts were right. You did not want to go there, and you were... It's like a Twilight Zone, though. It's like, I got what I asked for. It's like, we we told you it's the Talk to Me Cafe. <laughs> you push the button. You enter the Twilight Zone. <laughs> so what happened with the car? Did you have to pay a lot of money to get it repaired? You know, the weird thing was we didn't because we took it in. In the same way that woman had, was like, I know that caretaker. Mm-hmm. 
we took it to the body shop and they're like, oh yeah, we, we told them the story and it's almost like they empathized <laughs> with us and gave us this great deal. It was like 60 bucks or something like uh-huh. would have been a thousand dollars here. But you do have to go to the Sulphur Springs. That's what, <laughs> that's what I ask in return. That same trip, there are two. There's many different Sulphur Springs. There's the one main big one, but then there's little secret ones. If you get a tour guide, you could, they'll take you there. You uh-huh. know, in the in the jungle. And we got we did that, and you can get under a waterfall and hang uh-huh. out. And this tour guide took us there, and then we realized once we got there. He's swimming with us and hanging out way too much to where we're like, this isn't, I don't want to hang out with the tour guide all day. I'd rather just walk around the bigger place. All right. That's my exotic food I ate. That's quite a story. Um, All right. Well, it feels like this is a good place to take a break. So let's do that. And we'll be back in a moment with a segment on the show that we like to call Parting Shots. Mm Mm-hmm. Jamie's got a good one. I can tell already. <laughs> oh, I don't have one. He just wrote something down. Yeah. <laughs> he loves to make lists, and then he just, like, reads the list instead of giving any detail about it. Mm. Are you okay, Jamie? Am I okay? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Should we get some more? Just regretful. <laughs> <laughs> Very regretful. I do forget sometimes that this is aired <laughs> to other people in the world. Hi, this is Jen. Sorry, I hate that. You can play that, though. That might be like insider. Hi, this is Jen Kirkman, and you're listening to the Long Shot Podcast. I hope your brain's not broken. We're back. You're listening to the Long Shot. It is a podcast. Hopefully, you already knew that. Uh, Our guest tonight is Matt Beth. Holy shit. <laughs> tell, me, tell me your name again. It's a tough one. <laughs> um, it's time for a segment on the show that we like to call Parting Shots. And tonight, let's start with me. Ooh. Yeah. Um, I, I just am glad that we all are still healthy and we haven't caught Ebola, as we were told repeatedly was going to happen. Um, <clears throat> I watched uh, Fox News Why? and MSNBC all day one day last week, and it was amazing. The amount of just hysterical shrieking mm-hmm. about closing the borders, outbreaks, you know, just on and on and on. And at one point, this, this is really what my parting shot in is because I thought it was hilarious – they showed a PSA that a bunch of actors did. I mean, it was it was Idris Elba and Whoopi Goldberg, and I don't even remember who who else. Um, and I don't, I didn't even understand the point of the PSA, but basically it was like, let's all watch out for each other, and we'll be okay. Ebola is not going to kill everybody. That was basically the like, don't panic. In mm-hmm. other words, you know. And so it was like five Fox commentators sitting around. I didn't know who any of them were. (laughs) They're sitting around. They show that. They come back and they go, (laughs) the guy's like, why should we listen to celebrities about this Ebola thing? 
We, they, they don't know anything. Why, how uh, do they know what they're talking about? They're not experts on this stuff. And in my head, I'm like, neither. Are who you. the fuck are you yeah. to be saying stuff about this? You guys are just a bunch of dumbass Fox News commentators. And then as I'm having that thought, one of them goes, well, honestly, we don't really know what we're talking <laughs> about either. So That's we rad. shouldn't even. And the guy goes, you know, I know that. And I brought that up to the producer before we started the segment. So I don't even know what. And I was like, why are they even <laughs> saying any of this? <laughs> It was so crazy. A moment they start to have this uh, Camus kind of battle about their existence. <laughs> yes, why they're there? Yeah, it was so. I mean, you know, I, I I have not really watched Fox News ever, and I've sort of become a little obsessed with it recently because it's so completely insane. Mm-hmm. Like just the tenor of the conversations. Um, I'm, I'm so into the cadence of mm-hmm. newscasters' voices. Like when a newscaster is like, you know, and that's the story in Washington, mm-hmm. D.C., back to you. And the, the Fox guys all have a cadence to their voice, too, which is basically like, is Obama not <laughs> doing enough to stop ISIS? <laughs> like it's so and, – and they always have like one thing that they repeat eight or ten times over the course of an hour – so anybody who watches that hour of TV is going to come away with that phrase echoing in their head. And it's generally something about oh, Democrats or Obama or, you know, some liberal agenda. And, like, the, the O'Reilly factor is so funny to me because everything he says shows up on the screen right <laughs> next to him at the same time. Mm-hmm. Like it's, Sesame it says, Street. It's, yeah. yeah, it's so – it's fucking crazy. Anyway, it's like my new obsession, so – uh, watch so out. watch Fox News. Watch out for that obsession. <laughs> no, I just sit there and I get furiously angry the whole time. You know, um, although it's they funny do make how some many good points. people liberals watch conserv or listen to conservative radio or conservative news. It's almost like it's probably releasing some kind of chemical in you that you're right. getting off on. Because right. why are you making? You know, you're going to get angry. <laughs> you're idiots. I did have a wet dream about Bill O'Reilly. <laughs> <laughs> so. Uh, all right, let's go next to Amber. Parting shot. Um, the I guess the most exotic place I've ever been was South Africa, and uh, when I landed, we went. Did I? <laughs> yes, <laughs> perfect. <laughs> um, uh, when we landed, we went out for lunch, and I ordered a bacon and banana pizza just because it seemed like the most Oof. strange thing that I was like, maybe this is like a local. Boy, the food scientists are working hard down there. <laughs> it was just some weird thing on that specific menu. It wasn't like a South African Delicacy. treat. Mm-hmm. So um, it wasn't bad. I mean, it's kind of the same principle as the pineapple on a pizza. Oof, disgusting. Pineapple? Yeah. I like it a lot. Again, as with most things, you and I are going to have to agree to disagree. It's called Grenada. <laughs> um, That's it. Am I from Grenada Hills? Um, Matt, parting shots. Uh, it's kind of an old man thing, but this has been my obsession lately. And I don't know. I guess there's, there is a drought in the world in general, but I guess it's more a big thing here where we live, but front people have got to stop with front lawns made of grass. Yes. We've got to end. It's a ridiculous thing that started. And it's just such a weird obsession. All Americans have my growing up 
most of my neighborhood had front lawns made of grass, really, and some really big ones. And it's unbelievable how much water goes to maintain that. Now, why just front lawns? Because I think people use their back lawns. You play sports, but or hang out or sit in the grass, but so you're using it. But so, so few people use their front lawns. It's just another plant that's there. It could just easily be grab, gravel and succulents, which are more like des- plants, plants meant to grow in the desert, which With is where water. we are. Yeah. But even not in, in California, everywhere, it's just front lawns are ridiculous. ridiculous waste of water. And it's like, have some other beautiful plant there. That is kind of an old man complaint but if yeah. you get rid of front lawns how will you be able to say get sit get on the front lawn, lawn. <laughs> yeah <laughs> that's true but that's the thing we won't be mad anymore because right. you only were mad about the front lawn when you're killing the grass trying to trying to take does care a of lawn it. have to be grass what is the definition of lawn yes uh, i guess that's what that means yes it's it's me grass you can't have a lawn of rocks i've run into like three separate people who were just hosing off their sidewalk lately and That's i like absurd. make eye contact with them and just send them hate but i'm not they have these i don't have enough in they me have to the, confront them well you should i know they have these shaming <laughs> says says the guy who confronts everybody about everything all the time but i do it too much but but in general to make the world better you you have to have change and if there, there's no impetus for change from most people <clears throat> hosing off their fucking dirty front i just don't understand the thought process do but they they're, have they're no shaming idea? websites now that you can put you can pin them on a map and go this idiot and t- say exactly what they do and how they waste water i love Love that it's big brotherish, but still I be love it. be the change you want to see. Do you guys keep the water running when you brush your teeth? No, I no. did until two nights ago. And also, effort, when you're shaving, don't do it. That's like you don't. Well, yeah, worry you can like that. fill up. Looks yeah. like this group doesn't worry about that. <laughs> <laughs> no shaving tips needed here. I do. I I'm very careful when I shave. When was that? Two years yeah. ago. <laughs> Ninety eight. What um? What would you have done in the uh, dry cleaner? Yeah, Bester's a good person to ask. In the that. dry cleaners, if someone, like, I missed the first start part of the story. Give me the short version. How did you get ripped off? Um, they just charged me ten dollars extra, and it was just a miscommunication, and they would not let go of that ten dollars. What the miscommunication was your fault? No, it was their fault. Well, then I get my fucking ten dollars. How would like? What would you have said? I said, I'll put a goddamn brick through your window. <laughs> How much do you think that's going to cost? See, that's, uh... You speak brick? You know brick? Brick? You speak brick? That, um... Well, also, the other thing I just thought of was that you could pay cash. You know, in other oh, words, yeah, just pay the instead of instead of giving them your credit card, oh, yeah, go back with dude. cash and just give them 20 bucks, you know? That seems complicated. And it's done. No, I know. But I'm saying in that situation, you oh. could have done that. I'm not saying go back now. Yeah, that's charging me gone. twenty bucks for the buttons. Uh huh. That's where the extra. You got to get revenge. You bring them a shirt with like, like a spot that's in, impossible to get out. <laughs> That'll that's it. Yeah. <laughs> we'll spend never... hours back there. <laughs> I'm never going spot. back anyway. We'll never know. <laughs> what are you going to do with your jeans? You know what? I've learned some stuff. And I'm, I don't think I'm ever to take my jeans to the drag cleaner again. I don't know why you had to learn that. <laughs> <laughs> hey, listeners, write in. Do you have a similar experience? <laughs> <laughs> Let's connect on that. Experience also, being getting ripped off at the laundromat or experience of 
dry cleaning their jeans. Dry cleaning their jeans, yeah. I think, is what he's talking about. Send us about. your greatest dry cleaning stories. <laughs> Yeah, that's what we want to really push the listeners to do. Is I once had a dry cleaner, and this changed this changed this changed me a little bit. <laughs> this was in New York. I didn't used to t- wash my face well and put the creams and shit I needed to on my face, and I started to get these fucking like patches, dry eczema patches underneath my eyes. Because I think that's where my stress goes. And at some point, it just looked bad. And I didn't give a shit. And I just didn't think about it. Or And I went in. And the guy said, uh, when I was getting my dry cleaning from the guy, the guy goes, do you have AIDS? Oh, <laughs> Jesus. I was like, what? Excuse me? And he point, no, he was we're like, having the 30th annual AIDS walk. <laughs> so you can just do that. He's like, pointed to the- do you have a point in like their AIDS lesions under my eyes? I was like, Oh my God, I got to take care of this. <laughs> that is a lack of filter. Jesus. It's good though. He I like that. He may that change, he man. He may change. You're right. Why should you be fearful to say something that is true and right? You're Unless right. you think you're going to get hit. Like if you yeah. think the person hosing the thing is going to slug you, you don't say it. Right. But if it's someone just like you say, Hey, you know, it's a drought. FYI. Well, they might not it's even illegal know. between certain hours. <laughs> right. It is. And there's going to be, I think there is going to be water rationing within a so, year or two. Yeah, sooner than Already that. is. It's a lot of places. Um, all right. Jamie, parting shots. Well, I, I feel like I've said enough tonight. So I'm just going to go straight to Matt and ask if you have a nugget of wisdom. <laughs> that's, that's not true, by the way. You should have your own thing. But go ahead. Go to Matt. I think he left his parting shot in the bed last <laughs> night. <laughs> I think I did, too. In Barcelona. <laughs> Wait. Uh, also, it's funny that you don't want to talk at all about your dating life because that might be embarrassing. <laughs> <laughs> what? We were talking about. We were talking before the show about what we were going to talk about on the show, and Jamie was like, "Well, I've been dating, but I don't want to talk about that because it might be embarrassing." <laughs> well, not embarrassing, but uh, people you date listen to this. I don't think the guy Kudos is a. Uh, no, but listening. she'll still listen to this. <clears throat> well, I didn't bring it up just now. You guys. No, no you talked about, about coming on this guy's ass. <laughs> no, I was. That's what I'm talking about. Did you see me kind of hesitating as I was telling it? I was picturing girls I might date listening to this episode. Yes. Hi, it's Jamie. Please call me back. Uh, I don't know if you listened to that most recent episode of the podcast, but I can explain. <laughs> I'm. Do you Tinder date? I was Tinder dating. Yeah. Yeah. And um, did you get laid a lot doing that? Not a lot, but I had some interesting experiences. <laughs> <laughs> I think I'm lucky I was I missed that I think I'm, I, I think feel like I would have gotten in trouble with that I don't know if you to grow up with that to be in high school with Tinder hell what they shouldn't be doing that in before high I forget I, I just also wanted to say that if you're listening to the show mm-hmm. and you were the person who and you, you and your friends in high school would tell each other that you wanted to fuck each other please write in about that as well because I want <laughs> I want hard evidence that that's Totally normal behavior. Hard on evidence. <laughs> but go ahead, Jamie. Oh, do you have a, a, a nugget of wisdom <laughs> that you can impart? <laughs> You've done this before. I feel like I don't have to explain it. I felt like I just gave my wisdom. You did give some wisdom. Be the change. Uh, on what? Give me a subject. I'll give you some wisdom. Um, <laughs> how to live a more this enchanting life. This is where life. it always breaks down. <laughs> Because he wanted me to just come up with a nice <laughs> little Mark Twain aphorism. This is how I live my life. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe, I, I will that? tell you this that I observed on my podcast, and I'm, Sean might have done that today too. That uh, 
musicians do not like to talk about what their songs are about. Like, I think they know, but they don't like, because maybe it's so meaningful or... I don't know why, but I've I've interviewed tons of bands through the years about the meaning of songs. And for the most part, they're either reluctant or they completely don't want to, or they even think I'm insane for asking. Whereas you asked me about any sketch I've ever written, I would talk totally way yeah. too much. <laughs> like way where you well, go, okay, just, I get it. Just, I understand. Just to explain, we were doing an episode of Matt's podcast, Improv for Humans, today. <laughs> And we had two musicians in studio, and they were amazing, and they played some songs, and then Matt would go, okay, where did that come from? And literally once the guy was like, I don't remember. But he was pretty much blowing it up, because I think he then made it – I think he said, uh, that, that issue's resolved, and that's done now. Almost like that's so personal, I can't tell you right. the re right. real details. And if I am, I'm going to put it in such a general way. It's like, well, I know it's about that. But right. I want to hear the specific story that made because some of those lyrics are very specific. You're like, whoa, who'd you say that to? <laughs> um, so that's my. I don't know if that's wisdom. It's just an observation the difference between musicians and comedians. There also might be the opposite that they they find that people listen to their songs and they find this deep meaning in it, and they don't want to like. Actually, it's just about this pizza I had once. Definitely, that's how I. Feel that was one of the songs. <laughs> it was about a pizza. It was called, it was called anchovies and pepperoni, and we were like, "Where did that come <laughs> from?" And he was like, band? "Well, I, I wrote it as a, an allegory about a bananas and bacon pizza." Um, all right, Matt. Thanks for being here. You want to plug uh, anything? I do. Um, the week of November tenth through fifteenth on Adult Swim in the four a.m. hour, they do these infomercial parodies, these one-offs. And Rich Fulcher and I did one, and it's called In Search of Miracle Man. And I think we're going to have a website, too. So I don't know when this is going out. but uh, This will be out on the 29th of October. All right, so it's right around the corner. Put it in your DVR, guys, because uh, you may not be staying up that late. And, you and are... Improv for Humans, of course. Yeah. That's my podcast. It's a lot of fun. It is fun. Today was fun. Um, yeah. Amber, you want to plug anything? Um, well, no. Okay. Jamie? <laughs> the uh, thing that I want to plug, it won't. It will have already yeah. happened by yes. the time this comes out. Yes. Jamie, uh, do you want to plug anything? I'll just replug this infomercial. It's going to be out at 4 a.m. Thanks, man. You're, you being really su you're, you're really supportive of me. <laughs> I am. Give uh, me your g Come to Hell Yes Fest <laughs> in New Orleans uh, yes. the second week of November. Right. And the 7th of November, The Swarm will be performing for the first time at UCB Sunset. That's nice. my improv group from New York. That's breaking news, man. <laughs> yes. Uh, all right. This has been The Long Shot. We'll see you next time. Thanks. What was the name of the commune? For past and future episodes of The Long Shot Podcast, join us online at thelongshotpodcast.com. Podcast.